listening. This is Casually Speaking with Sean Rutherford. All right, guys. So uh, this is Sean from Casually Speaking. It's been a minute. Um, I've got here with me uh, Michael John. Uh, say hello. Hi, everybody. I'm Michael John. <laughs> so um, a little history on this dude. He actually was my first OG coach uh, in Costa Mesa. He was the one that taught me all the fundamentals that I used to kill all you guys today. Um, so blame him. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. Like when I first... Uh, kind of started and everything like that um there wasn't really like a, a solid like fu- fundamentals jujitsu coach they were just kind of doing the rolodex of everybody and then they were like yeah michael john's going to be the next guy and of course i'm new i google your name and you just had a fight where um you like ripped the dude's arm off and i'm like this guy's gonna kill me <laughs> oh my god yeah that was that was just like an, an mma fight that uh the dude actually tried to put me in a guillotine. I ended up like uh, doing like a Von Flute joke, but I think, on, to be honest, like I think that was more a freak accident than anything that I actually like actually did. Yeah, to be perfectly honest. But I, I, I understand the, uh, the oh my shit, oh my god, that's my fucking coach. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I was just like, because I didn't know anything about anything. So I was like, dude, the, the guy that I, that's going to be my coach is the arm ripper offer. Like okay, okay, all right. <laughs> I want to know what that guy knows and apply that in jujitsu. Right? Exactly. Because for sure, like jujitsu is like this game of like this pretend game of like life and death that we're playing. So it's like, <laughs> if this guy can do that in a cage, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, and then it turns out like you're the nicest dude ever, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'm good. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I've always tried to be just like uh, just super nice and super respectful, but just like you know, just kind of go ham in the cage, just chit chat at channel like my inner killer instinct in the cage, but like outside or in, in the on the match, say now. But outside, it's like, yeah, it's super nice, super respectful. Unless I'm, like, really, really close to you, then I'm probably going to talk all kinds of shit. And try and get under your skin a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> well, yeah, you were, like, the, the guy that, like, um, when I would go to open mats, you would always call me out and be like, dude, stop rolling with people you know. You have to go with the strangers. And I'm like, well, I don't want to. And you're like, no, you have to. You, you got to. Like, oh, you can't, you can't sure. be any better. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, how else are you going to test your, your, your jiu-jitsu against, you know, unknown people or, you know, I guess uh, people that want to come in in a dojo storm kind of thing. Uh, it's exactly. Also, it's, a good, uh, it's a good substitute for competition, too, because, like, you know, open mat, like, if you pick your roles right, you could have a black belt every fucking roll. And, yeah. But that's a, that's a hard, that's going to be a hard Sunday. But, like, that, mm-hmm. that's, like it's almost like competition. I kind of think of it like a, uh, like a super organized uh Super, I think of competition as a super organized open mat kind of thing because you, you have a bunch of roles people you don't know who are particularly way more skilled, have more weight on you, who are, are looking to literally just come in and hurt you, and you kind of got to defend yeah. yourself against all that. And it's it's a very uh, it, it just reminds me of competition. Yeah, I mean, I would agree too. And even I would say, at some aspects, it's even more intense than competition because at least in competition, you're like you're going against someone your same rank, your same weight class, but like at open mat, you have no idea who you're going against. Oh, yeah, yeah, like. 
you could have like a 205 purple belt who's just a motherfucker and you're like what the fuck <laughs> exactly and you're just like oh are you serious <laughs> yeah. but, but i also love it too because then again you know there, there's nothing on the line in terms of like you know competition like you probably have like your coach watching you some friends some family mm-hmm. maybe a girlfriend or your mom or your dad or like you know your son your, your daughter or your son kind of thing so it's a kind of yeah. like all eyes are on you whereas open mat there's probably 30 or 40 other roles going on the exact same time as you so it's kind of exactly. like all the benefits of almost competing, but none of like, you know, the, the negative, like, oh my God, people can see this. This is recorded. They're going to, you know, everyone's watching yeah. me kind of thing. Exactly. And like, and the money aspect too, it's like, I mean, if I tap, it's not a $125 tap. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, just keep going, you just know? Keep going. Yeah, if, if anything, I get four more minutes to do or three or however, however long the round is kind of thing. Or two, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And you can have like a little rematch later in that, that when you're like, okay, this leg lock motherfucker, I'm going to get him next time. Yeah. And, 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 then, and then, you know, his style too. And, and hopefully, you know, you're learning to adapt your game to different styles kind of things. So, okay. The guy's a leg locker. I probably means he's garbage everywhere else. So I'll just fucking guard past him or something kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I got to ask you like, what, what got you into jujitsu? Um, so I, I used to wrestle like in the seventh grade. My mom put me in wrestling for like, mm-hmm. uh, this like, uh, like police kind of thing so i wrestled mm-hmm. in the seventh grade and then i stopped for a bit because i did like football and i think i played a little bit of piano and guitar and then i got into wrestling back in high school because i had a little bit of experience with it before i really enjoyed it but i just couldn't make it a consistent thing just because i don't know, like a schedule of some kind mm-hmm. and then once i got to high school I, I immediately jumped on the freshman year and it was probably one of the best decisions i ever made uh, i got in the best shape of my life i had a, a good uh just group of friends around me from that but then uh, it all kind of like fell through, like right middle of the middle of freshman year, I made to move to LA just on a whim kind of thing. And then, but once again, I joined the wrestling program there. And I would say that just wrestling kind of carried me through high school. You know, I mean, I didn't wrestle the last two years, but it just gave me like good confidence, you know, kind of put me in shape. And I just realized that I just, I have fun doing it. And I really, really enjoy just, you know, locking, like getting an overhook under and trying to wrestle somebody to the ground, like more than I enjoy other things in life. So mm-hmm. once I did wrestling for a bit and then I stopped, and then I, I didn't really have anything to do. I was kind of like, you know, one of those uh, post-high uh, school athletes. Like, not, what do I do? Do I join the Army? You know, do I mm-hmm. go to the fire academy? Like, what do I do? And then I actually found this uh, MMA school. And I started just going and doing uh, this little, little hole-in-the-wall place. I was actually at EMT school. And uh, I, was, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a fireman. So I was getting my, my, uh, my EMT cert. And one of the guys who actually owns 10 Planet Oakland now, his name's Mr. Michael Hillebrand. He goes, hey, dude, uh, do you want to try uh, some jujitsu? And I was like, what's that? He's like, oh, dude, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like grappling. And I'm like, oh, for sure. I did wrestling. Like, I know what grappling is. Like, let's go do it. And I go on this, like, hole-in-the-wall gym where there's probably, like, six or seven people. And, like, the instructor's, like, a purple belt and, like, an MMA fighter. And uh, it was probably just the most fun I had in my entire life. You know, we're just rolling around. We're doing Kimuras. We're doing uh, I, I, what I think was probably more at the time. But we're, we're just doing, <laughs> you know, we're just having fun rolling around. And it, it, it kind of reminded me of the high school feeling of just, you know, just going in there and just kind of leaving it all out there. And I just loved it. And once I realized that you can still do that after high school kind of thing, and then I saw you, 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 could, you could, like, fight to get paid for it. I was like, oh, I was hooked. I was like, oh, wait, you, can, you can do this for a living? Like, you can get paid to do this? Like, this is awesome. So once yeah. I, once I kind of found that, I, I just kind of took the MMA route as a whole. I didn't really think I would just do jiu-jitsu. I did, like, oh, yeah. like, kickboxing, boxing, Muay Thai, and all that. And, yeah, I took my first fight within, like, three months. And I just kind of – I've really never looked back after that. I mean, I may have, like – switched my uh my focus from mma to just purely jiu-jitsu in the past three or four years but yeah it was just wrestling mma and then just jiu-jitsu just to spark note that <laughs> yeah. right on right on 
Yeah, like, because uh, I remember, yeah, when, well, obviously, like, we just kind of talked about it. Like, when you first, when I first started, you were, like, the MMA guy. Like, yeah. um, I was, you I was had a couple that. of matches and stuff. Yeah. I, I was chasing that dream hard because it was, like, you know, when, once you, like, you set a goal, you really want to achieve that goal. And a lot, of, a, lot of my, a lot of my goals was to just get to the UFC kind of thing. And I really, really wanted to uh, get there. But mm-hmm. then uh, just things changed. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just start go for grappling. And I said, I feel like uh, you take a lot less damage in pure grappling. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it just, you can compete a lot more than you would in, just in uh, MMA. Yeah. Which is, it, honestly, I, I would agree with you. Because, like, it's weird, too. Because I, I started off my whole martial arts journey with just striking. And everyone told me, stay away from jujitsu, ju- stay away from grappling, because that's actually the more detrimental one. And I'm like, that's so opposite. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's 100% the opposite. Like, like, in striking, if we go 100% sparring, like, one of us is going to leave with a concussion, and one of us is going to have a headache at the end of the night kind of thing. Exactly. But in jiu-jitsu, exactly. if, we're, you know, if we're both aware enough and both high, skilled enough, we can potentially go really hard, and nothing bad can happen. I can tap early, you can tap early, and we can go again for, you know, a good 10-minute round and go exactly. balls to the wall. Yeah, exactly. Like, we could go fully. I can, I mean, I do this with Wes all the time. Like, I, I, I roll with him with the intent to just kill him. And, like, we, we come out clapping hands afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a, it, and it, I know it's because you got closer to him during that five minutes for whatever reason. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and I know going against it a higher level, like, they're going to be able to take it. Whereas if I go a higher level against someone that's a striker, I mean, they could clip me and I'm done. Oh, like, I'm, I'm waking yeah. up five minutes later. They're you know? shaking your legs going, Sean, Sean, what happened? I don't know. What happened? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. I'm, why am I looking at the ceiling? Oh, that, that happened to me like one of my very first practices at, at that Oakdale MMA place. Uh, I was sparring mm-hmm. with the heavyweight. He's actually still my good friend at the stadium. Really. And uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're kind of going. It's like my first, like, my first like, invite to the Friday class, which, you know, all the pros are there and you can spar. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to be good. <laughs> and I got knocked the fuck out. Within the within yeah. like the opening thirty seconds from the heavyweight, and instantly he's picking me up, going, "Dude, you okay? Are you okay? You're good, man. You're fine. It's okay, man. You're fine." And he's like trying to dust me off, and he's like, "I can't get in trouble again, man. I've already knocked out two people this week." He's all like, "He's like, you gotta be good, man." And he's like, "Look, hit me, hit me. You're good." And he let me pepper him a couple times, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, my 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 black belt test. Yes, I'm a black belt in something else, but I think I, I, think uh, I was on the one of the previous podcasts with Mr. Uh, Scott Michael or Scott Fraser. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, my sister's also a black belt. And I mean, we did everything together when she was over here, but she lives in Jersey. But for her black belt test, um, I was sparring with her and I knocked her out <gasps> so bad. Oh and I felt so <laughs> bad about it. Like I literally, I just did two double unders and just kind of like pretended like we were like stand up wrestling. Like, yeah. It was just like. Wake up, Steph, wake up. Oh, my God, how terrible. I, I will, but then, but then but that's kind of what we're talking about earlier. You know, if we're going to do, like, a full motion sparring kind of thing, then that's, mm-hmm. that's the risk that we're ultimately taking, you know? Like, you can get clipped. You can yeah. get thrown hard kind of thing. It's just, like, whenever there's, yeah. like, uh, endless op- uh, possibilities like that, shit's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I say this all the time where I'm, like, when it's striking, someone can just be lucky, you right. know? Like, I'll zig, you zag. But in jiu-jitsu, there's no, like... Oh, you fell into an arm bar. Like, that was intentional. Yeah, there's no you know, lucky I, triangles. There's no lucky, you know, like, heel hooks. I mean, you may yeah. scramble into something, but even then, you have to know the proper mechanics how to finish that rear naked choke, that triangle, that guillotine, that arm bar. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I love about the sport is it's just very methodical that way, where you can, you, you have to have a game plan. You can't just go, well, I'll just figure it out. You know what I mean? I'll like, just roll and I'll just be fine, kind of thing like that. 
Yeah, so, and exactly. it's also like what competition you're in. Are you in EBI or are you doing ADCC mm-hmm. or are you doing IBJJF? Like, well, what promotion am I? What game am I playing? Kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I'll I'll admit uh, anything with points, I just ignore it because I'm too dumb to like remember yeah. any of it. <laughs> Honestly, I, feel like I, I did my my last tournament before all this stuff shut down was uh, Jiu-Jitsu World League. I ended up losing mm-hmm. eight to six both my matches, and I was like, oh my god. But like looking back on it and even looking at my match, it, it was uh, I just had the wrong game plan going in there. I was like, oh, I'll just go in there and sub this fool. I don't go. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm I'm a bad motherfucker. I'll, I'll sub yeah. it. But like you know like. Four minutes in, out of a six-minute match, I'm looking up and I'm down eight nothing. I'm like, huh, maybe I should take another route on this. Like, maybe, 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 <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe to, to my detriment, maybe I should have stuck with the sub-only thing and just kind of committed to that game plan. But I was like, ah, maybe I should like get a takedown. <laughs> maybe I should pass guard. Yeah, maybe put some points yeah. on the board so I don't lose as bad, kind of thing. Yeah, I hear you. Well, like, and that's the that's the thing that like I'm I'm starting to you know, kind of formulate what my style is. And it's like, I want to be in the worst position and still win. So like with, with like points, it's like, I'm going to be down so many on points, but it's like, well, I'm going to get you at the end. That's what I, that's what I want to accomplish. You know what I mean? I, I, I love that mindset, you know, cause it's like, I can be at a hundred and nothing, but I can still, I can still find a way to win. I can still find, find a yeah. checkmate, you know, somehow, some way. And I, and I love that. Like that just like consistent belief in yourself. Like I, I really feel like that that's super important to you to always maintain that you can always find a way to win. Kind of thing. And it's just, mm-hmm. spoils about the, the character too. Like you'll always find a way, like there will be challenges, but I will always find a way. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I might be down, but I'm not out. Ever. So yeah. don't, yeah. So, I mean, I, and I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting good enough where that's actually an okay game plan. It was really rough in the beginning. Oh, yeah. You, you, <laughs> like, you take your licks like, man, am I doing this right? Do I, do I, am I doing this right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, what kind of was the turning point was when Eddie Bravo did his last seminar with us at Orange. And he was like, lockdown's like a baptism by fire. Like, because you can get caught in a lot of bad stuff when you're just doing lockdown if you're not right. careful. But that juice is worth the squeeze if you get really good at it. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) So I am doing the right thing. Like it's for sure going to be hard and challenging, but if you learn how to use a lockdown, right, you can navigate your way to a dominant position. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be challenging, but you can for sure do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, I think I'm on the right path. We'll, we'll figure it out when we get I mean, there. Though. Hey, man, it's, it's all the path. I don't know if there's. It's, like, it's kind of like Wes's speech. There's many ways to the summit. You know, it's not. There's not one singular path. There's multiple ways there. Yeah, like, exactly. My way is different than your way, um, kind of thing. So. Exactly, exactly, and like, and that's the thing. That's the one thing that I really like about Tenth Planet too. Is like, I mean, you're my OG coach. I started off with you, and then, um, then I went to to Orange and everything, and I went with Wes and everything. But it's like all you guys have the same kind of mindset, but you guys all have such a different game where if I want to work on something, I can go to you and you can definitely show me the way and everything. I mean, you were the guy that got me in the leg locks. Like, <laughs> I mean, I had my, my first private right. lesson and it was Whatever, with you. Double, double and you're like, well, honey hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone's like, gosh, Sean, who taught you all these leg locks? And I'm like, well, Mike John did. Like he, she showed me, if you have one leg in the middle, like you, you won, you know what I mean? So you got to get that inside position. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, um, it's one of those things like, that's what I love about 10 POC is it's just like, you can go to all these different coaches and you get all these good, like specialty, you know, instructions with, with private lessons or, or even just going to your guys' class. And I know this whole 
things happening. But like once it's all back, like like that was the thing that bummed me out too. Because when you came back over to Orange Tenth uh, Planet Orange, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna go. And this well, whole no, thing happened, like, and I'm like, ah, like, oh, crap. crap. I mean, I, I, I I'm not sure what the official word is, but it looked like uh, the president gave us uh, or gave the, us gave the governor almost like power to open up whenever he feels like kind of thing. So. I think I heard somewhere that James yeah. opening up possibly May 1st, but I'm not really sure kind of thing. And, and even then, like, yeah. we're, we're a gym, too, but we're, we're different than 24 hours. You know, like, what does that mean for us? Like, does it even mean jiu-jitsu exactly. or are we fitness coaches now? Like, but I, 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 I miss everybody. Yeah. I miss walking into a room and seeing, like, all the fundamentals class. I miss seeing everyone in my class. I miss 11 AMs. I miss open mat. I miss just coming into a room with good energy and sometimes not always having the best day, having a challenging day. And leaving, leaving it all, mm-hmm. all at the door, coming in, doing jiu-jitsu, and leaving it all on the mats. And then just, everything just feels yeah. so much better. I mean, honestly, like, it's, like, this whole quarantine's definitely, like, got me uh, a, a new perspective on everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, I knew jiu-jitsu was, was a good outlet for me and everything, but, like, not having it, I'm like, man, it really was yeah, an outlet. Exactly. Like, I'm... I'm a lot less, a uh, lot less patient. Same, oh my god, same, same. It's just stuff that normally doesn't bother me. I'm just like, oh my god, I cannot stand this shit. But it's like normally, it's like I, yeah. I spent so much time training. It's like this it doesn't even matter to me. Like, well, why should I care so much about this kind of thing? Like, there's so many other more important things. Exactly. Do, like shrimping and getting out of fucking mouth from John Cho. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? The exactly. Fuck? <laughs> yeah. Why is he ripping like my Dude, my leg I, apart? Like, I, ah, I crap. <laughs> In the week after we did one of our uh, last, after we did one of our uh, online classes, we rolled just me and him, and he calfed mm-hmm. the fuck out of me. He is so good. <laughs> and like the thing about John Cho is like he'll spend like you know six months on like a lockdown or six months on that truck, and he just mm-hmm. perfects it. And he's just so so yeah. technical. And you, you you back that up with you know a little bit of horsepower, and you got quite the motherfucking beast named John Cho. <laughs> yeah exactly like uh what's what's funny about him too is like he'll get me in something and he's like ah, i'm not even working on that and i'm like yeah, yeah right not, dude uh, <laughs> <laughs> i remember um like r- i was actually there when he got promoted to brown belt um and like two days later i was rolling with him in advanced class and he was having a full-blown, like, calm conversation with someone while I was, like, fighting yeah. for my life. And I'm like, so this is what Brown Belt is. Brown Belt, you know, like, I think I heard somewhere from Steve Maxwell on a Rogan podcast, like, Brown Belt is kind of like, it's basically, I don't know, I say this kind of lightly, but it's, it's basically a black belt. You know, if you're a Brown Belt, you don't get your black belt kind of thing. Like, you, you fucked up. Like, you're, you're basically there kind of thing. Like, they, they have almost mm-hmm. all the same shared common knowledge as black belts do. I mean, maybe a little less refined in certain areas, but, you know, by the time you get to brown belt, you're pretty much of a, like, you're, you're speaking the language of jiu-jitsu, and you're having conversations with people back and forth, and you, and you know a lot more vocabulary mm-hmm. than, say, like, a white belt or a blue belt, you know, in the, in the metaphorical sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you're you're able to talk colloquially, whatever that word, however you say with, that. With my like, body. you can just... <laughs> Against somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah, fluent. You, you know, he <laughs> like, did especially John Cho. Like he's kind of like a like a hybrid. You know, he, he did the gi for I want to say like five or six years, kind of thing. Like like myself, and then mm-hmm. he went from gi mm-hmm. to no gi. And he uh, at one time he was teaching a fundamentals class, and I heard him describe Ten Planet Jujitsu as alien technology. And it kind and, and it kind of <laughs> is. You know, if you come from a traditional background where it's like uh, pull guard, you know, uh, overhook or sit up mm-hmm. triangle or or smash pack. Kind of thing there wasn't like 
uh, too much ashigarami from when I was coming up. There wasn't honey hole. It wasn't anything, anything like that. Mm-hmm. There, there was definitely no mission control. That's for sure. There was no truck. There was no lockdown. Like all this stuff was brand new to me as a perp coming into 10th planet and the same, same thing with John Cho. But yeah, he considered himself a hybrid of both of like the fundamental martial arts and the fundamental jujitsu. And then the, you know, the 10th planet, the new shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, definitely. And I would agree with that. And it definitely shows with both you and John Cho, like, how you guys roll is way different than like a guy that grew up in the 10th planet system. You guys have a different foundation, yeah. you know, we, we were, uh, yeah. Cause for, I, I know for me for like probably five or six years straight, I literally just drilled triangles, triangles and arm bars and maybe a good mm-hmm. sweep. And like, I didn't even really tap into like the Kimura or the guillotine. You know? Like I knew they were there just from like, you know, the sit up sweep and just a little blue belt cheat code kind of thing. But, uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. it was just like triangles and arm bars and maybe RNTs if I, if I could find a way to your back. But like, for a way, I didn't yeah. know any of this. I didn't know heel hooks. I didn't know fucking ankle locks. Or even like a wrist lock was kind of like, but you can do that? Like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, really? Fuck? Come on. Prison rules. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it's funny because like, uh, I think you were competing in a fight to win. And I was talking to my buddy Eric. Um, and he was like, Mike John's going to get him in a guillotine. And I'm like, guillotine? He's going to get him in a triangle. I'm like, have you seen his oh, triangles? Yeah. Like, I, that's like one of my more highly... <laughs> Uh, percentage submissions is, is the triangle because it's just it's just a, it's such a clean kill from on bottom i got my legs wrapped around your head and your arm it's just it's so nasty yeah yeah so uh we actually put money on it and you owe me five bucks because oh, you got him in that, a guillotine was, but yeah 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 well i mean in all honesty <laughs> it was more no until he, he definitely took a shot on me and was like dum, 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 dum. yeah I don't know. That, that, was, that was, like, probably one of my funner matchups in 2019 because uh, I, I applied for the fight to win. I applied, like, four times, and Seth Daniels did not accept my application. And then Ruben ended up winning mm-hmm. the, uh, the EBI trials, so he took the, uh, the qualifier mm-hmm. spot on the subversive team for fight to win. And then he goes, hey, man, do you, do you want my mm-hmm. match against Tillis? I'm like, fuck, yeah, you should, absolutely. Or, like, he's a black belt, <laughs> I'm a brown belt, and, and you get to compete in front of all your friends on this, like, really cool stage, or they make you feel like you're a fucking rock star, but you pick the song as you walk out. Yeah. Guy, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool little promotion to go for. It's, I know it's not, like, as big as ADCC or EBI, but I really enjoyed that one. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I like that production. Like, it's, it's definitely cool. I, I think it's cool you guys get to walk out on your own your own uh, music and everything. It's just, it's a cool little It's, it's kind of similar you know? to an MMA fight, you know, because it's like, you got the walkout mm-hmm. and all that, but there's none of that brain damage or anything coming, coming your way. <laughs> I mean, I mean, exactly, I exactly. Just fight to win, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, no, you're not getting knocked no, out, no, I don't no. think. Like, no, no one's, no one's <laughs> getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, I mean, I've been I've been doing this little project, and the the quarantine definitely put a, a hitch into it. Where uh, I wanted to to you know interview all you guys that got your your black belts, and I know it's been some time since you've done that, but can you recall back onto that and like what were your feelings on when you got? Your um, I I remember okay, I remember I was the very last person to get my black belt, and I was like, fuck, am I even gonna get it? Kind of thing like that. Cause like they called everyone mm-hmm. up. And I was like, yeah, man, I hope so. But like, it was something I really didn't put too much emphasis on. I didn't really. I mean, I was a brown belt for I believe like three, three and a half years. And I think at one point, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even. I just, I just kind of wanted to like just stop caring about it and just trying to compete as much as I can, kind of thing, and and, and literally just get mm-hmm. better. But uh, when I got the black belt, I was uh, it was a huge milestone in my life. It was like it was like one. Of, it was like it was like. Uh, 
I don't know. It was just this beautiful, touching moment <laughs> where uh, I, I feel yeah. like I, I, I put my heart and soul into something. I put 10 years of, you know, my life and my ligaments and my body into something. And like, I got this black belt. And, and it was weird because for, for a long time, I was telling myself, it doesn't matter if you get it or not. But soon as I got, I was like, oh, my God, this is so special. This is like, this is something that not a lot of people have in jiu-jitsu. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it was just incredible to me. <laughs> I remember, I remember thinking, like, don't cry, don't yeah. cry, don't cry. And I, remember, I think it said, it said something along the lines of, I wake up for jujitsu, thank you so much, and I just couldn't even muster anything else out. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those weird guys. Like, I'll cry for someone else. And when, they, when I heard your name, like, I was like, dang oh, it, the water works. Because, so <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, you were, my, you were the guy that got me into it and, like, kept me going. Because before you, like, I was going to fundamentals classes. And, like, yeah, they were kind of just circling through people. And I was just getting my ass kicked every rough, night. Dude. And, that's like, it's rough to keep going back to that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, yeah. And, like, I, I was talking to, I mean, she's my fiance now. But I was talking to my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this, like. I quit the whole striking thing because of, of head damage. So I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. And like, you know, so I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. And she was like, I don't know, like give it one more shot, you know, just do it. And if you don't like it, don't do it again. And like, that was, that was literally the first class where you were the coach. And I was like, I think this guy's going to stick around and like, all right, I'm going to keep doing it, you know? And you kind of, you kind of took me under your wing a little bit and just kind of made sure I was, still growing you know and it wasn't anything i asked you to do or anything like that it was just more of okay like this guy actually cares about my growth like i'm going to continue to keep going no, you know sure, so it I was feel that all, like i mean i myself like when i went into jiu-jitsu like i was definitely looking for something more you know like some kind of guidance or some kind of like some kind of uh a group of people that would make me better you know that would push me kind of thing and i feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. that, that walk into the gym you know however long it took them to hear about jiu-jitsu and then get into the gym whether it be a day or two years kind of thing like they're also looking for something too they're looking for some kind of guidance you know yeah or someone to push them someone to to bring something more out of them you know because i feel like not all, not all of us have, have a lot of a lot of us have a lot of untapped potential and it's up it's up to you know coaches like, yeah like andy or ron or matt or wes or Arm, mm-hmm. John Cho, just to help bring that out of you, you know, and a lot of them are good at it. They're really good at, you know, uh, seeing what you need and what you need to hear to, to bring mm-hmm. it out of you. Because jujitsu, it's all about yeah. trying to be comfortable in those uncomfortable situations. And that's, that's going to bleed over to other parts of your life. And that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely believe that. Like, I mean, just doing jujitsu and, and like, I used to think like the whole like Nawaza thing where it's like jujitsu saved my life. I was like, yeah. okay, all right. You know, I'm like, okay. But like literally as, as I keep doing, it, I'm like, really, it brought me out of a bad mentality. Like I had a very toxic mentality about myself and jujitsu like really squashes oh, that. <laughs> and it's, it, it, yeah. And it's like, it's weird though, because it squashes it because you go in every night and you get your ass right. kicked every night, you know? And like, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to keep doing this. And then slowly but surely you turn that corner and you're like, wait a minute. I'm like yeah. pretty good at this. And like, I was not at all when I first started, it's almost you like know, you see that progress. Cause I mean, I, I don't know for me, but for like the first like six, seven months, even though I was like some hard nosed wrestler, like I was getting triangled by people like, uh, like carry size kind of thing. And it, it was very disheartening, you know, mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? This guy's wrapping his on my head and I'm, I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> like, what is this? And it was mm-hmm. very, just yeah. like, I need to get better at this. And yeah. for a while, yeah, you're the nail. You're getting hammered, you're getting hammered, you're getting hammered. But yeah, I, I, once, once you put it, like, you turn the corner, all of a sudden, like, 
You're not getting tap heavy around. You might get it a tap a round or two. And next thing you know, like you, you have a bit of a system. You have a game plan. Okay, I go to Ashi. And maybe I go top side Ashi and I pass guard. Or you know, maybe mm-hmm. I, I just do a, a rolling guillotine, you know, in the mount kind of thing. <laughs> it's just that you, you kind of develop your own yeah, system. Exactly. And it's, it's very, uh, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see you developing a system within the system that for, uh, at first was fucking hard. Like, you're just like, why do I do this? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like I could go, you know, play basketball or something like that. And I, I, I think I'd get better quicker at it, you know, but it's it kind of teaches you that, like, I mean, the the best ways are the most hard. You know what I mean? Like when I first started, um, my the, the thing that I figured out the quickest was like to get out of something. I had to do the exact opposite of what I really wanted to do. You know, like it's like, OK, I really want to turn left. But yeah. to get out of this, I got to turn right. I yeah. got to go towards the fire. Towards the you know, it's like you know, if you're gonna get out of a rear naked choke, you're gonna go towards the lock. Or if you're gonna get out of a triangle, you're gonna you're gonna stand up and posture up towards the lock. You're gonna go through the worst part of it for sure. Exactly, exactly. Like, I mean, my Wes always gives me um, a hard time about it because whenever someone has my back, I go to dark haven instead of safe haven because I'm just like I'm gonna go the harder way yeah. because fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you have me dead to rights, and I'm going to get out that way. So but it's whatever. Also, it says a lot about you that you can hold on through that tough moments and get to the light, you know, and, and, and get your mm-hmm. back. To yeah, that. yeah. And somehow drive that elbow between you. Mm-hmm. Next, you know, you're in guard, or he's on top and mount, but he no longer has your back, which is far superior in jiu-jitsu. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I think. Uh, I mean, we, I, I talk about it all the time on my podcast whenever I talk to you guys, but I think like everyone should at least try it. You know what I mean? Like if you can just do it. And I think, I mean, I was told this back when, when I was doing my striking and everything, but my instructor at the time, he was like, you know what the most difficult belt is? And I was like, black belt. He's like, no, like white belt, because you got to oh, get in that sure. door. You know what I mean? And like, that takes a lot of courage, you know? And it's like. I mean, I don't know what a, being a black belt is in jujitsu, but it's like, I mean, you put the work in and everything like that, but you've got to somehow get yourself the courage to actually go into that gym where everyone's just, you know, working hard and everything. You're like, I'm not going to get there, but like, you just got to believe in yourself. Yeah, and you, and get you just got to keep you know? going after. Like, getting there is hard, but even maintaining that consistency throughout, you know, at least like a, a one or two year span kind of thing. Because even you know, after one or two years, like you're pretty much more more trained than the average male. Like I, I think John Cho puts it as a blue belt, you're pretty much a Jedi Knight compared to most people. You know, like, you should be able to handle the average Joe Smoke. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but and it's just it's literally just one belt. You know what I mean? But it's like. But really, against the the average yeah. Joe, yeah, you're fine. You're okay. if, if you want to still be elite, even among those, even among the elite, you know, you want to be a purple belt. You want to be a brown belt. Like that. Now we're we're really putting in the time. Now, now we're really committing mm-hmm. to this art. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, uh, and obviously you don't have to talk about the gym specifically or anything like that. But with with COVID, like getting as as crazy it is and everything like that and once it blows over like what do you think is the future of um, jujitsu after I mean, that for one, i i think i don't know if a lot of gyms are going to make it you know because a lot of gyms like uh i mean I, I just imagine like a lot of people you know they live paycheck to paycheck i imagine a lot of businesses are kind of the same way you know two or three months of no income and i think we're going to lose a lot of those little gyms kind of thing so i, I don't think that's necessarily good for jujitsu but i mean um i think that mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe people will appreciate it more and they'll want to train more kind of thing. Because, you know, like like we're saying, like, we're kind of going crazy with all this. Out. We didn't realize how healthy or how good of an outlet this is. But, you know, m- maybe people will be a little more inclined to start mm-hmm. training a little more kind of thing. And that, that but, uh, yeah. to, to be fair, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I just mm-hmm. hope that uh, people that within our community and within our gym to start training more and more and more. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I know that I miss the match. Yeah. I'm missing everybody on there. And it would just be, it, it's always really special when there's a lot of people on the mats. And I always feel like I get more out of it. And there's more people who are not just there for jiu-jitsu, but they, I mean, they're for jiu-jitsu, but they also want to learn. They want to get better. They're not there just there to be a meathead. They, they want to Im- improve themselves. And hopefully, yeah. a little bit of this quarantine time, it's like, man, I haven't been able to sharpen this tool. You know, like my, when you, maybe when you go back, it's like, fuck, my leg lock suck. Fuck, my back attacks suck. Or this or that. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe they'll be more inclined to, to, uh, to drill more or to, or to sharpen up skills. And then also, like, on the other side of that, there's also like a lot of people like Donahue and Bernardo Freya and Tom DeBlosser who are like releasing a lot of like free instructionals. So maybe a lot of people are just like looking at mm-hmm. maybe they're getting better on the sides, you know, I mean, maybe uh, they're getting better with their grappling dummies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I honestly, I think I, I, I would agree with you. It's like the whole business side of it. I mean, I people are going to take hits, but I think everyone's taking a hit right now just for any kind of business. But like, I think the quality of the community is actually going to get better because the people that love this sport are going to be the ones that come back. You know what I mean? And that love is going to kind of shine through on the mats. I think, um, I, I just think that, yeah, it's going to be a little bit tough, but like, I mean, like we're saying is that like the juice is always worth the squeeze whenever it gets tough. You know what I mean? And I, I think, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pretty big optimist, but I think the the sport as jujitsu itself, like, I think it's going to get even better. I think there might be an exciting time once this all kind of blows over, like just the exposure of it. Um, and like the marketing of it, because it's like the people that are going to be doing it are going to be the people that really are invested the, the in the sport, the you know, who, who really, um, really want to be there, who, who have had this precious art taken away from them. And they exactly. Like they want to. And maybe, and like, not to be bad about exactly. the small businesses, but maybe that because those small businesses are down, maybe they come to like, say, our gym and we get more and more of it and we get more quality people who, who want to get better and want to learn that alien technology. Exactly, exactly. And I even think like, just like, because I know jujitsu is really trying hard to like break into the mainstream of like, you know, matches and everything like that. And I think over time with the people that just, it's kind of, it's separating the wheat from the chaff. So you've got all this, these, great people um that that kind of love the sport and they're going to be developing with us and everything they're going to be competing and it's just going to make the sport even more exciting especially you know this, what this I mean? last year I mean, with how uh, like how, i think big adcc went kind of thing like i feel like within this past couple of years like jesus yeah. really blown up you know you have ebi you have submission underground you have fight to win like i i, mm-hmm. I think i think you're right um I, ju- I just don't know like you know uh how all this really is going to affect the uh, the business part of jujitsu? Like in terms of uh, jujitsu, like in terms of competition and entertainment, entertainment value, it's like the best it's ever been, kind of thing. But I just don't, I just don't know on like, how we're yeah. going to ride through yeah. this uh, COVID nineteen. But then again, the, you know, it could be over by the end of the month, probably. You know, everything go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, we're kind of in like this weird, uncharted waters. You know, like, I mean. True. We all survived true, the recession true, true, once, true, yeah. so we can we're, do it we're again. All here, <laughs> thing. Like, it's kind of like there's peaks and valleys of life, not mm-hmm. just in the economy and life overall. So we just got to deal with it as they come. I, I think that I mean, 
not to be. I think the yeah. R gym is going to be fine. I think the Tim Planet will be fine. I mean, I, I know that we got a yeah. lot of diehards mm-hmm. that show how much Jiu Jitsu means, and we have a lot of support. It's it's actually very touching kind of thing. Like whenever I went through a lot of uh, yeah, calling a lot of members and for uh, just reaching out to them, like a lot of them were just very gung ho about it. It was very. Uh, it's, it kind of made me emotional. I was like, damn, like everyone here is like really loves this. It kind of makes me feel good about what I do and good about just being a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when the whole like closure happened just worldwide, like uh, I was one of the fortunate ones good, where I still good, do good. have a job and I'm still getting paid just as much as I did. And I immediately texted Wes and I was like, don't cancel my membership. Don't do it. Thank like I'm going to be paying full boat. Like you guys need to eat too. You know, like I, 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 and I, I told all my friends, too, that, that were still, you know, had jobs and everything. I'm like, if you can afford it, I get it. You got to cut things, you know, you got to save just in case, you know. But, like, don't make, yeah, but, like, don't make that that decision to, to cut jujitsu out. Because, I mean, you guys are a small business, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're one of the bigger small businesses, yeah. but I'm like, they can need to eat. So like keep, keep paying KFC, them. Like, if you can, just keep doing hour, it. Like, yeah, we're definitely a small business, but... Uh... But we're still doing better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, small gyms. exactly, exactly. And it's just kind of like, that's that's kind of what I've been telling like everybody is. It's like I get it. Times are are tough, but if you have the means, still pay those bills. You know, like because we need that infrastructure. You kind of need you know? to be so, there when you get back too. Like because you know, like, yeah. a lot of gyms, like like I said, they might not make it. So like, just be, I mean, like, and, and, and not not to like guilt trip or anybody. Like I understand we all got to make cuts where we can, kind of thing. But like you said. If you if you can do it, for sure support your gym to make sure there is a place that there that there still will be a gym to come back to. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah, like once this is all over and you're like, okay, let's get back, and then it's like, oh shoot, yeah, like, like the place is all boarded man. up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Oh, God, I, I would I would have choked him out a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i i mean i think we're gonna be okay um it, it, and that's the thing is it's just like the economy is gonna i i okay so i'm not i'm not an expert on anything you know what i mean but like i'm like i get it covid19 is definitely a big issue but the economy can't crash either so like we've got to find a middle ground and i think we're getting there you know so it's just it's one of those things like we are going to have to be careful and everything like that but i think it's, overall it's going to it's going to get better this is how you know forever kind of thing. there's no way we're going to continue on this lockdown kind of thing like, I, don't, I, I don't for one it, i think it'd be a massive yeah. uproar if that, if that was the case kind of thing and two like I, yeah i'm not really sure what the stats are exactly last time i checked this thing like a three or four percent like mortality rate and it's like fuck send me to work <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like, geez, like, i'll take the head it's fine to be a little deeper, it's more than just me kind of thing. Like, am I, am I going to spend it to my grandma, you know, or like a possible older woman? Because like, I, I still work at Chase mm-hmm. as a bartender. So, like, you know, if, what if I come in contact with one of them? So, it's like, I guess yeah. like, we all got to do our part, too. Exactly, exactly. But I think it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, it's going to taper off. You know what I mean? It's going to turn into – so, it's, uh, it's got to yeah, be a, like an that. endemic, endemic yeah. you know what I mean, at, at some point. Like, yeah, so it's – it's going to turn into that. I mean, it happens with diseases throughout history and everything like that. We just got to write yeah. it out and just support everybody, you know? Um, and I think like, that's the cool thing about this gym too, is like, I've gotten reached out by so many people, just like, yeah. just that mental health check. You know what I mean? Like we're all out for each other, you know, yeah. it's like, Hey, you guys doing okay? Like is everything okay and everything. So 
it's just one of those things that that I love about Ten POC, and I'm sure other oh, sure. other no matter what gyms you're doing, you're gonna find really really fun uh, people. Yeah, exactly, and I mean, and that's the thing is, it's like I didn't know there were that many cool, solid people no, until yeah. I went to uh, Jiu-Jitsu. I, I, I know <laughs> you know what I mean? Jiu-Jitsu, like you kind of realize what a what a beautiful uh, like team you have behind you that is just full of really really good people. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like when they say like martial arts isn't a team yeah, sport, I'm I mean, like, it, 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 it kind of trained with them. You can't just have one training partner; you gotta have multiple. Exactly. Well, I mean, and that's that just goes to show this whole quarantine thing. It's like you can't just do jujitsu by yourself. Like you can, yeah, but exactly. you're only going to go I, I don't think so far. Would be very well, <laughs> you know, if we if we had actual training for six months and then just one person was on like a dummy for six months, you know, I don't think. I mean, you may have okay technique, but like exactly, the exactly. Shit. Yeah, I mean, my my uh, my dog, my my full grown Australian Shepherd, I, she's I, just I believe, garbage I believe, at R and T escapes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, actually, that, that's probably, probably a really good team. I would that's definitely it. let go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, it's just one of those things. Like, you, you have a team. Like, the um, – what was that one thing that Casey says? Like, I mean, when you're in the cage, like, it's it's built on the pillars of everyone yeah, else's I, hard work and I, everything I, like I, that. I'm or not sure the exact like word that. kind of thing, yeah. but, like, uh, I'm going to kind of equate that to Muhammad Ali. You know, like, the fight is won long before that night you know it's one in the gym hours beforehand kind of thing and what kind of people are surrounding you during those times you know yeah well what kind of training partners do you have you know, are they building you up yeah are they tearing you down are they doing a mixture of both <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah and it's like if they are tearing you down it's probably for a good, for sure reason. good reason like are they doing sure. it like, for they're, a good they're doing reason, it down you know? uh, just to uh just to make that fight a little bit easier to make everything harder in the gym yeah Exactly. Exactly. So, Sean, yeah. can I ask you a question? Um, what but, is your yeah, yeah, absolutely, go like? for it. If we're standing or if you're sitting down in your boat, like, what is your go-to submission or transition to submission? I should say, like, um, honestly, right now, my favorite is. It's going to sound so lame, but no one ever ever expects it. Is I, okay. I don't I don't wrestle. I don't okay. I don't stand up. So I'm definitely not taking you down. Um, which honestly, like my my whole theory on that is like I want to get to the exactly. ground anyway, so I don't give yeah. a shit if you take. Well, you me can't down. wrestle like, everybody. Thank so you. Guess what? You know, there's a thing called a guard for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, my my favorite thing that I've been working on for a while is actually going into bottom Before side bottom control. Side I know, control. crazy. <laughs> but then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to go to bottom side cool. control, make you feel real nice and comfortable. And then do a submission um, called the ginger snap, where it's a bicep slice. Um, it's it's something I've been putting in the lab and everything like that, and I'm getting pretty good at it. But it's just such. Uh, Brandon McCaffrey did like a YouTube video on it. I'm just like, because it was it was something that uh, Grace Gundrum did in a uh, in a in a competition. It was actually the competition the that finishers. West and uh, Art went to, like out in Chicago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she pulled it off in in that competition and i was like okay so it is possible it's not one of those bullshit techniques that you see on youtube and you never see anybody do it like if she can do it i'm gonna do it so that's like my my favorite thing right now is just going is to side control like, and then like you, the kind of, you kind of load the the bicep on the shin and then the, as they go to pass like the forearms kind of between your pelvis and the shin and then you like figure for your legs and kind of like okay yeah that one that one, that one. yep 
yeah, yeah exactly yeah, right yeah, like you kind of do like a triangle yeah yeah your bicep crush yeah 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 and what i like about it too is it's it's a very pain compliance one so like i have control on when you tap kind of deal so it's just it's one of those things where people don't realize what i'm doing until it's too late and then they can't get out of it kind of deal. so like, uh, there's um, i don't know if you met ryan navarro i believe he's a purple or a brown i think he's a brown but he used to be one of the OG uh, templars mm-hmm. from Hawaiian Gardens, I believe, but he came over to Buena Park. And he would do that, too. He would, like, let you think that you're passing his guard, but he kind of keep that, like, wrist control with the shin on the bicep kind of thing. And as you feel like you're passing, he'd kind of just, like, pull the mm-hmm. wrist between, like, the pelvis and, like, the, the calf and figure for the legs. And as you think you're about to pass, he's already going mm-hmm. on to that ginger snap. Yep, yep, exactly. And it's just... I mean, yeah. people are getting privy yeah. to it in yeah. Irvine because like, oh, I just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but but before that, I, I was I was the leg lock dude. I was just doing leg locks, but it was honestly because I was lazy. Because it's guard. like it's so little calories burned. Yeah, and like I'm like I don't want to pass guard, and I'm just gonna grab this real quick and you're no, it, it's, it's for so. sure the uh, like <laughs> but, what, what other submissions is like a submission so presentable to you? You know, short of like you know like the back, I gotta get your back. You know, like a tri- arm bar, I gotta pass your guard. Triangle, you know, I gotta, yeah. gotta maybe pull guard, but like leg locks, mm-hmm. sometimes are just right there. Yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like people just aren't aware of them because they're not thinking about their legs. They're thinking about their upper body most of the time, um, just because of how we're wired. You know, I mean, we, our, our legs are pretty much autopilot. They just walk when we tell them to walk and they, they sit when we tell them to sit. But we yeah. know we're not conscious yeah. of where they are. The, the, the spatially, dexterity you know? isn't really there for, um, for the legs so, at first anyway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's kind of where I was at. And then, like, everyone was like, oh, dude, you're the leg lock guy. And I'm like, I don't want to be the leg yeah. lock guy. I just want to be the guy that you don't want to roll well, with, I would say like, that, you know, just like, in general. As a so. belt, like, you're pretty much almost there. The pro belts are kind of like uh, like the beaters or the enforcers of the gym kind of thing, you know? Like, the, the pro belts, when you're sick, you sick, so, hey, man, go make mm-hmm. sure that that guy knows here that we're not a bunch of pussies here. That Make sure that he has a hard round and goes, man. Exactly. Man, fucking hard. The ten planet orange man. There are no easy rolls there. I don't want to go. Man, a bunch yeah. of over there. Fuck that. Fuck this pro ball up. I fuck this black up. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, I, I, I tell people this all the time. Where I'm like, you might tap me. You might. Absolutely. You might do it. But you're gonna remember, like, yeah. the the struggle it was to get there. You know what I mean? Like, where. Um, I mean, even in a competition sense where it's like, you might even get me, but like the next match, you don't want to fight because you had such a bad war with me where you're like, I made you work. I made you pay such a steep price. Um, Yeah, exactly. I mean, I tell, I tell Wes, I'm like, I'm like that, like, you know, like pest control. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like that, that crazy raccoon that the pest control guy like always remembers. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, I got him, but I got this crazy ass scar on my hand. Like it's because of that raccoon. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, that's kind of my, my whole game plan where it's like, Oh, Sean, gosh, dang it. Like you're looking at me. Okay. I guess we're going to roll. You know what I mean? So, um, which people were getting like pretty privy in, in Irvine where they would only like, so like <laughs> yeah i'm like Cause, no cause you're like that's West not how this works you know <laughs> no no exactly like um i remember one time i was rolling with him and matt salinas was there um and he was like 
he was talking to Wes. He was like, "What did Sean Fuck do to you?" Man. And he was like, "He came to class." You know, <laughs> well, the, the, like, that's kind of how Wes yeah. loves it. You know? he's, he's, he's gonna like it's like we said earlier. Uh, yeah, like, almost like he's going to. What's the term we're looking for? Uh, like a trial by uh, for it. Yeah, baptism by fire. Or he's, or he's gonna like oh, like a baptism by he's fire. Gonna yeah, he's, he's gonna just gonna roll. You just toughen you up. It's gonna just make you better through that way. And it's not gonna be easy. It's it's gonna be challenging. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, you might have tapped me, definitely, but like, who won after that round? Like, like who gave I, more? I'm still okay, <laughs> you know. But yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. I and when sure. when West, I go West, against West, West, like he did, but <laughs> he's he's yeah, he's, he's just very he's strong. too strong. He, he does a lot of things <laughs> that are very unorthodox, and it's it's very uh, it shows you how uh, mm. jujitsu, like, yeah, it's the same common knowledge, but for one thing, there's endless possibilities. And two things, like your, your personality is going to come out the more the more you get involved, mm-hmm. in, the more you engage in it. You, like your style is going to come out in jiu-jitsu, your own personal style. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, there's this the system of moves, but like yeah. how you ap- apply them, it's like it's we, we all, all you. You know, we it's like it just happens. Arm bar, yeah. A triangle, you know, pulling guard, <laughs> double leg. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, all, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, do we use, yeah. how do we use that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, well, and that's the one thing that I like about 10th Planet, too, is it's just, like, we encourage creativity. So it's, like, I might think of a move, and, like, it'll be named after me because no one else thought of it yet, you know? Like, I feel like this is still, like, a really exciting time to be in jiu-jitsu, you know? Like, it's not like, okay, well, there's all these rules, and that's it. There's 100 rule or 100 moves, and that's it. Right, like, right. And then we're even, still like, thinking of stuff, like, 10 you know? Years ago to now, like, what kind of what kind of leg locks were there kind of thing were there even leg locks yeah like maybe a knee bar kind of thing like i think you take like a purple belt now when you put it against like a, uh-huh. maybe a brown or black belt 20 years ago and i think the purple belt probably does really well probably uh... <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly it's just way different yeah like it's funny because um i mean to pass time in the quarantine oh, like i'm watching God, like old so seasons good. of like ultimate fighter and <laughs> and like some uh, of the jujitsu, I'm just was, like, like, gosh, it's garbage. Like, <laughs> when that thing first started, or, uh, I remember. So my favorite seasons of the Ultimate Fighter, or the very first one I saw was Rampage Jackson and Rashad Evans. Rampage just just called this guy titties for like the whole fucking season. Yep, it was so terrible. And and then I saw the very <laughs> yes. first one where it had like yes. uh, Chris Lieben, Kenny Florian, Diego Sanchez, and like Chuck Liddell and Rich Beckham are the coaches. I believe. No, Chuck Liddell mm-hmm. and Randy Couture are the coaches. And and then I saw season five with like Nate Diaz, yeah. Matt Wyman. It was like all these guys who are her like mm-hmm. mainstays in the UFC to this day, like Nate Diaz, you know, example. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Well and like and that was the yeah. thing too, like because I just finished that one with Nate Diaz and they're like his his jujitsu's so crazy and he's just getting people with triangles. And they're like, his triangles yeah, are so it's, crazy. It's so I'm basic, like but it- but it's a triangle. Just, you know, a head, a head, an arm, and my two legs, and you're done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's just like, I, I'm so hyper, well, part partly because it's your fault, but, like, I'm so hyper aware of a triangle setup because, like, like with you, you set it up as soon as that shoulder, like, yeah. goes and gets isolated. Like, it's already Absolutely. gone. You know what I mean? Because you're so quick with it. So, like, it... it it, it taught it taught me to be super hyper aware of my shoulders, you know, and it's just like, 
like it's really hard for someone i'm sure you could still do it but like for someone else to like get me into a triangle it's super hard because i'm like you're you're too too nervous like cautious about it you know what i mean you think you're floating in guard you're chilling life's going good (laughs) oh shit a triangle it's like now 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 i'm fighting to posture up and i can't you know because this guy's got (laughs) legs on my head but it's good you know because a triangle is such a powerful hold like you definitely want to be aware of that you want to be aware of the dangers of being in someone's guard Mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah and it's just one of those things too where it's like if you have a triangle if you've got it and you're the one like that's applying it like you can kind of relax you know like a lot of people they'll gas out but it's like it's you, you you're there you know what i mean it's just a matter of time you just have to like work on the little tiny details like the angle and everything like that the head the arm you know and then it's like it's yeah, gonna be not, eventual they're like either gonna the sleep position, or tap no out you know be frantically so moving to, to get that finish you should slowly and calmly work to control the posture mm-hmm. find the angle and, and, and look to lock up that figure four you shouldn't like mm-hmm. just because you're so close to getting a submission is when you freak out and lose composure you should let the other person freak out because they're in danger you're not like, yeah you're well you should work slowly yeah. yeah exactly exactly and i mean honestly i would True. say that's like 99 percent of every submission like once you have it like you just it's fine you can kind of coast Tight. like obviously you're gonna still keep everything tight and locked yeah but like with with zero space but like you can kind of yeah. you're on easy you street can, now like you're okay I, you I know say you can you just have the ability to not be uh like i, I you want to be tight and all that and you want to make sure you do everything almost like with perfection kind of thing like everything is make sure it's super tight i, I don't want to give up too much yeah. space so it gets out because you know i almost had them in a really deep submission uh what are the odds it's going to happen again against someone really good Probably not gonna. Probably not gonna happen. Probably not gonna go anywhere near that triangle again. So it's like exactly. I need to calmly just reach for it, like I reach for a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you don't reach for the cup yeah. of tea and then splash the tea in your face. Like I, 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 <laughs> I'm really thirsty. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things, and like. That's the other thing too is like with with like rear naked chokes, you know, like people gas out their arms because they're just cranking. And like if you don't have it, you don't have it. Like you've just got to keep working, you know. Like um, I think one of the competitions, one of the ones that like we were doing where it was a gym versus gym, it was uh, Irvine versus uh, Buena Park. And you had to like, if you're in a certain weight class and there was multiple people, like Wes was like, you have to try out. Like whoever wins gets that spot, you know, and like. How I got that spot was in right. overtime, which sucks. I mean, it's like I should have submitted him, but I didn't. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. But like, he he had me in a rear naked choke, like because we were doing EBI overtime, and he was really cranking, and it was super uncomfortable. I was not happy, mm. but like, I'm like, I cannot last this. Like, his arms are gonna give out before the chokes because I'm still here. You know what I mean? So it's like, Endure. be patient. You get out, and you're fine. You know. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tap it because it was like, it was, it was down to where I just, just had to outlast just don't get, don't get his tapped. round against me. So I'm like, yeah, 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 exactly. Or like this one round, like Wes had me in something like in a choke or something like that, and like there was ten seconds left. I'm <laughs> I, like, I Wes, I can totally not breathe for ten seconds. You're not gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like uh, my brain is fine without blood for ten minutes. You're fine. Give me the ball. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah, and I just, I just endured over it. And then he was just like, "Dude, I couldn't yeah, get you." Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I refuse. I'm not gonna let you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, did you, did you see? Uh, I posted a Facebook thing today after knocking things off. Yeah, but about uh, it was Cron Gracie versus Gary Tonin. Did you see that thing at all? And there, there's oh, one point where yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. I know, saw Kron that. Yeah, to win ADCC, he has a match against Gary Tonin, like back in 2013, before anybody knows who the fuck Gary Tonin is. And Gary Tonin ends up like really, really like taking it to him, kind of thing. Yeah, almost to the point where uh, he uh, he almost loses like six mm-hmm. to three. And Cron has a minute left, and he looks back at his dad, Hicks and Gracie, and he's just, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "How much time do I got?" He goes, "A minute." And he immediately just passes guard, gets the back, and goes, "Cool." Wait a minute, I'm still down six. I'm still down by three points, six three. So eventually he has to choke him out and he finds it a way to win. But he says it was like that was probably the best win of the day, kind of thing. In terms uh, and in, in, in terms of just like uh yeah. uh he overcame himself, yeah. you know, like he was he almost lost everything to some no namer named Gary Tonin, who who, who, mm-hmm. who of course we know now is not a no namer, one of the most exciting grapplers in jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like at that point, it's like no, like yeah. Like, I gotta, he made, I gotta he made a choice and he do what I gotta do, to you know, like, like, that's short time. Cool, I think we're coming back to that. That's one of the coolest, coolest parts of competition or grappling or a fight in general, grappling in particular, where, you know, you could be down, you know, in that case, six to three, 10, mm-hmm. 10 to two kind of thing, mm-hmm. but you can still find that fight ending submission, that heel hook, that RNC, that guillotine. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the stuff that I love. That, 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 that kind of chaos in like a match is amazing. And I love seeing that kind of shit. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Like, and well, and that was the cool mm, thing about um, that was so cool. uh, Shugio Invitational that that Keith did, where it's like there's no time limit. It's yeah. all just who has the m- more heart. You know what I mean? Especially I, I like with like, Keith, uh, where it's like, minutes, how long was that match? Like, I don't know. It was a long. It was over an hour. hour over an hour. Yeah, and over an hour of like legit just trying. You know what I mean? And it's like. I, I I hope once this all blows over and everything, like they do another series of that because it was just next. so cool. You know, out, I applied for the next one and it was like 185. And I was like, okay, cool. Hey, hey, Wes, you should do this. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the way cut, cut. man. If you to, do that with Wes, then he's gonna call me and be like, Sean, I we we need weight cut. My brother, my brother. Now is your time. It's like cool. Well, guess I'm cutting weight too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Like every time, every time yeah. he needs to cut weight, like but, I'm like, that, that, that's like, all right, here we go. Awesome Let's do this. Like that. I'm sure that it means it means a lot to West too, you know. Oh yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. West I mean, because so I know he would do it okay, for me so in a heartbeat. Ron, you know, Ron's like the top three best about getting to any tournament to coach anybody. Like Ron, Ron for sure. Like Ron's been at every tournament, every match mm-hmm. I've been to, kind of thing. Yeah. And Wes and Art, they follow, they follow his suit too. They're at every tournament, whether it be big or small. Mm-hmm. Like they're there. Like that, that, that's one thing I love. I love about them. They're, mm-hmm. they're constant, constant. Yeah. Because like, because your first tournament, like that can be like, I feel like a fucking yeah, yeah, fight, absolutely. Like, you're just like, oh, oh, and they call your name. Are you ready? It's like ready for what? It's like you're yeah. all minutes. Just, what? I didn't even put my fucking mouthpiece in. What? Are you serious? Like. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah my, my first chilling, my first chilling, tournament chilling. yeah like it was like that where i was just like uh uh you know yeah, people no, are weighing you, in you, you, and you, i'm like you, oh god this is like a real fight i'm gonna go in like an hour i gotta relax i said how can i relax when like i have this almost like a feeling of impending doom yeah coming to me but it's like wait i signed up for this i paid what do you mean i feel impending mm-hmm. doom? like i i literally volunteered for this <laughs> 
Yeah, like what? What is yeah, exactly? I'm paying for this pleasure. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things. Like, uh, yeah. My first my first ever tournament was actually the first and last time my uh, my fiance actually went with yeah. me because like I was just like I need somebody in my corner. And then like afterwards, I was like the entire time I was just thinking about but her. In, I was in like, reality, oh, like God, I don't want to look I, bad. I, I, I went to a book called I think The Fighter's Heart or <laughs> Fighter's Mind by Sam Sheridan, and it's like I'm sure you know. Uh, your loved ones do not give a fuck mm-hmm. if you win or lose, and if they do, mm-hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> it's like uh, they exactly. love you. They love you, you know, as a yeah, exactly, even a exactly. White belt kind of thing. So why the fuck are they going to judge you based off your performance? And if they do, it's like yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, should I like? You're yeah, like it's that? like mm, so, should they be with you? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's honestly, it's just my, my stupid brain where it's just yeah. like, I'm too worried about it, even though I you. know, you know what I mean? Like, she's the one who, who like forces. Yeah. Like oh when a, I don't want to go, she's right like, there, get like, out of the house like, and go to jujitsu. Like, I don't even want to see you. Yeah. 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 She's like, she kicks me out. She's Done. like, I don't want to see you go get <laughs> out, go do jujitsu. Like, thank you. Thank you're better right. you're afterwards. Yeah, but but yeah, like, man, I I remember um, my second my second tournament. Yeah, Art and West were there for me, Um, and it was it was a California submission series with um, with Chad Savage George. Uh, He ran it, and like, uh, what's his name? Gosh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, Josh Barnett was there, and like, yeah, and I'm like, what is Josh Barnett doing in this like? little tiny competition but like now i know why he was there and everything but like the one guy I didn't want to fight against like say, was I, this I dude in a leotard <laughs> like straight up wrestling leotard yeah exactly and i was just like i don't want to go against that guy like i and i was like he looks a little bit chubby like he's not my weight class i'm too small you know and then like they call my name and then they call mm-hmm. him up and i'm like ah shit <laughs> you know and then like Josh Barnett like, is in his corner. It's <laughs> like, like, it's I was like, like the one guy I did not. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm about to throw down. Exactly, and like I love Josh Barnett. Like he's he like was. one of my one of my you know UFC legends. You know, and like he uh, we, we start standing, and I'm like, you know what? He's wearing a leotard. Fuck him. I'm gonna start standing too, and I'm gonna be aggressive standing too. Like I don't know so the first thing about being aggressive being guard. standing, but I'm gonna do <laughs> first tournament. Fuck that. I'm gonna take that guy down. It's like, who are you? It's like I don't know, but I'm gonna take him down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, even like Wes and and yeah, Art yeah. were just like, Sean, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> but like, I I get him, and then like even Josh Barnett, he was like, whoa, this guy's aggressive. Ah. He's not very good, but he's really aggressive. I was like, no. Don't, don't we, we both know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tool this guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, I, I get him in a standing guillotine, and the dude picks me up that by like his neck <laughs> and just slams me. Oh. <laughs> and I hear Art go, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh god, that hurt! And he just immediately Kimura's me because like you, I just flail out. Like, like what just happened? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 
I, I was like, I didn't know that you could like lift someone up you, by their you, neck. Honestly, like, I didn't know that. I, I had them dead to rights. Like that might be on the uh, the if you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, he was the on the coaching. on the uh, the the, the butcha. <laughs> I remember my my, my yes. My very first tournament <laughs> but yeah. Ever. Oh man. I think it was in a it was the U.S. Open. I was in the gi. I ended up getting disqualified. Mm-hmm. Like I think like eight to no. I'm sorry, six to five. Because I, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't know what reaping was at the time. I'd only ever, ever rolled in garages. Oh, wow. so I, had no, I had no idea what reaping, you know, where you, like, you, like, uh, bring the leg over the knee. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah, almost like a, from, like, an outside hill kind of motion. And I didn't know what that was. And I, I just knew that back in the day, if I do that, I get the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, perfect. And then eventually I ended up, like, just getting dis- dis- disqualified. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Crap? I paid 130 bucks for this shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then like just for putting my foot in this one spot, really? (laughs) I ended up getting murdered like fucking twenty-seven to nothing. (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh my god! Like, and and it was kind of like it just hurt me because I was fucking man, I was crushing everybody. Then I go to like a real tournament, I'm like, wow, I fucking suck. <laughs> well, that's like that. I mean, honestly, I haven't, right. and right. everyone knows this, but I haven't won any competition yet. Like, Dude, I haven't the, done the, it because hard, I'm just man. like, you win anything, you gotta I just haven't. Three or four <laughs> but, like, guys, you know, it's like, it's not like it's not some cakewalk, man. If it was easy, everyone would be fucking doing it, dude. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, and like, and that's the thing, too, is I'm just getting older and these guys are just getting younger. And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> like I'm getting to the point, too, where I, uh, I'll be in a mid roll. And I'm like, should right. I do this? Because it's going to well, I, I always look at afterwards. I always look at roles like for one, I got I to gotta protect myself. Like, that's the number one. Yeah, I got yeah. to be able to come back tomorrow. And for two, I got to go to work the next fucking day. Yeah. So I always protect myself for one. And like if, if anything, like and I feel like I'm kind of like, yeah. I can navigate when I roll. It's like, OK, mm-hmm. that's going to fucking hurt. Or that, that's the beginning of like an ankle twist or something bending the wrong way. So sometimes I'll just I'll just go limp. <laughs> just, All right, whatever. Just mount me. So I, can go, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get hurt if I just let you yeah. chance to mount. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like I'm yeah. gonna pick my back because like, like this Phil one's kind of not really worth the return. his name's a really long hair. He's this really buff guy, and he's in fundamentals and he's wrestling them. And I see John Chill like begin to wrestle, and I see him just go instantly go mm-hmm. flat and let him go to mount. <laughs> and he's like, oh, cor- "Corpse guard, fuck that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> nope. I don't. And this is John Chill we're talking about, Mister Bulldozer. Right back in the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing too, is like, if, if you go against, it's on, it's kind of funny. Like my harder roles are like against mm-hmm. people who oh are just God, starting out because they use all of their physicality, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, I'll let you pass my guard. It's fine. I'm yeah, not going to, yeah, okay. I'm not going to fight I, this I battle. Need, like I've got like, more it's tools. It's fine. Start roles. Like, <laughs> you know? Whenever you have a role, you want to enter with a purpose kind of thing. Like, am I going to work mount escapes? I'm going to work back escapes. Am I going to work sweeps kind of thing? Sometimes when I start roles, I'll just keep it with my back just to work on that kind of thing. Just like, especially if it's mm-hmm. a lower belt too. Cause you know, it does, you don't do any, any, yeah. by blowing a lower belt over the water, you know, for five minutes, if you tap them a hundred times or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I do it like a lot of like catch release kind of stuff, like where I'm like, where I'm like, yep, that would have been it. And yeah. even if they don't even acknowledge it, it's like I know what that was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. And like, um, even with like with like heel hooks, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I super catch and release that because it's like they can end up hurting yeah, themselves and blowing the out their ACLs by just escaping the wrong way. You know, so it's yeah. like. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. So it's like you just you just touch it, and it's like I yeah, know what that yeah, was. You know what I mean? Just it's fine. Time. We'll like, we'll keep like, going. It, you know, um, just not to be checked like that. Just it's it's okay if you make a mistake when you roll. You know, and everyone happens. And no one's perfect. I guarantee you even Hicks and Gracie made a mistake back in the past. Exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It's like, it, it's fine. Like a tap isn't really anything like you obviously respect, respect the tap and do all yeah. that, but it's yeah, like exactly. tap so that we can just keep going. You know what I mean? Like we're just going to be, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to put you in the hospital part, just I, because I, I play, of like, your ego, you know? So unless like I, I'm for the, I don't need, I, I can't, unless I feel like a person's trying to hurt me kind of thing like that. But for the most part, it's like catch and release kind of thing. Just like, oh, I got it released, especially if it's a teammate, <laughs> especially. If yeah. It's empty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no. I, yeah, I exactly. It's like, I, I don't want to break my toys. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and like, and that's the thing too, is it's like, I mean, we've all been there, you know, you're, you're at an open mat and someone's trying to dojo storm and they're, they're seriously trying to kind of hurt you. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, like. I'm not going to tap and release, but I'm going to do a submission where it's going to be a final one. You know, I might not do like <laughs> a heel hook where I'm going to put the dude in the hospital because I'm not a dick, but I'm yeah, for he... sure going to take it back and I'm going to choke him out. You know what I, I mean? Face down, ass up. Doesn't matter if the, the, the arm under thing, the chin or not. You know? You're in such a dominant position. It's like, oh, I'm just going to take this home. Exactly, exactly. Or I'm going to do a move where it is a pain compliance one where it's like, you're going to hurt. You know what I mean? Like, you might not have any permanent Even damage, like, but it's going to hurt. Pressure, man. Like, we're going to have to respect you. You, you know what I mean? About, you know, if, if they were too tough for their own good, you're like, man, fuck this world. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, I mean, and what that's like, that stuff kind of happens. Like, it's so yeah. few yeah, and I mean, far sure between because everyone just wants to sure. grow. But, I mean, it happens. You know? We're pretty good at 10 people about squashing that and slapping people grow. But, you know, like, there are a few people that do fly under the radar that have like that. I don't, I don't really see too many people like that at orange or honestly within our gyms at all, but I imagine yeah. on some level, you know, there's parts of that in some people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, and it's like, it's, I think sometimes too, people just mistake yeah. like just skill as being mean, you know what I mean? Where it's like, where they're like, man, this guy just bullies me. And it's like, yeah, I don't, yeah. They're not really bullying well, you. Like, they're just kind of they're just better, they're you know, and then that's okay, who, you know, like, have that like yeah, exactly. And it's like, you don't know, like, you might think yeah. I'm bullying you, but I'm, I'm planning on competing soon. You know what I mean? Like the competition hasn't been released yet or something, but, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to get, I'm going to get going into competition mode, you know? So yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, like I might be turning it up a little bit more and you know, the, the things that used to work on me aren't anymore, you know? So, but oh, whew, no, no, man, I'm doing this in my car, by the way, and it is so hot. <laughs> nope. No AC. You can't do it. It's too much. Uh, audience, nice, nice, you know, sure. you're welcome. Good, 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 so that the, the quality is just pristine. Yeah, I, I'm, just in my, I'm just in my den, just laying on the mats. <laughs> Oh man, uh, you see, I don't have room for mats, so I'm so jealous of you guys. Like when I, I mean, watch the online classes, it, I'm just like, mm, I have really nowhere cool to go. To get that going. <laughs> but like, like, like all the coaches, like my, myself, like all the coaches, we've kind of built our life around yeah. traveling. You know, I mean, most of us have black belts at this point. Like, 
It's like we've literally made a lot of our life decisions built around jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it, it's one of those things too. Like, um, okay. I'm currently I'm I'm taking some college courses. I'm doing like a career course, and like, where it's like, what's your what's your career and everything like that? Oh, yeah. And it keeps pointing yeah. me to being a jujitsu coach. And I'm like, well, why not? I mean, like, really, guys? Is this, is this obviously found okay. a right. podcast okay. about it. <laughs> you you want to know more about it? Like, you're uh, you you're very close to us. Mm. I, you're very close to me. Like, fuck yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things that, like, uh, you know, it could be down the road and everything like that. I, I, so I, kinda, I could do I a casually, like casually you, rolling uh, private like, lesson uh, or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> rules, like, after open I think, did you have that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually just got the, the setup and everything for yeah, that. So I do want to do that. Yeah, where it's like um, casually after the rolls. Like, we just kind of talk. Yeah. Ron's the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 top three people that I need to get more confidence in is uh, Ron, Andy, and Casey. And they, they would, like they I'm gonna get sure, all three of them, and like it's show. gonna happen, guys. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's definitely something that's in the works. So. <clears throat> Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I'm actually, I'm talking with him. We're, we're planning it. It was honestly, you're the first one that I'm doing this, this podcast remotely. So anybody who's listening, if the audio is a little bit different, um, it's just cause talking. literally <laughs> like John's in his yeah. house, I'm at my house and we're miles apart. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the audio is a little bit different, but, um, cool. but yeah, so once I, you're, you're the first one I've actually done this on. So uh, well, I mean, like, it's got, it's gonna right definitely now, be a social uh, a thing. And, uh, so it's probably a, stay tuned for that. Probably the way to do. It. Even even Rogan's been doing those like uh, like, uh, like podcasts from like in, like Skype or Zoom, whatever you want to call it. But he's doing like where people aren't even in the same room as him, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be a, a future thing. So. Um, and and sure, I, we can do this I, whenever, you know, I really so I can, I can definitely backlog my episodes, episodes kind of nerd out so it's going to be uh, really exciting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, honestly, so what else do you I'm, got I'm going on in your life? What's, what's happening? Kind of thing. Doing a lot of personal lessons. I'm, I'm trying to come out of this, uh, quarantine without an extra okay. 15 pounds kind of thing. Uh, and just, uh, lots of, uh, lots of instructionals, lots of watching. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of coffee, lots of taquitos, lots of breakfast burritos, you know, you know just, 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 just living the good life. But also, like, I'm actually <laughs> yeah. learning a lot more, too. I've been yes. running, like, you know, three or four times a day kind of thing. Well, not every day, but, like, probably on the average a couple times a week. And that's so much different than what I used to because I used to never run. I would only ever run to cut weight for fights. And I would never run just because. And it feels, feels you know, good to get some more mm-hmm. work in because it's a good reminder that, hey, you can run four or five miles if you need to kind of thing, which is which is good because, like, uh, I think I heard you and Scott Michael talking about it. Like, oh, yeah. when you first want to, when you first talk about doing jujitsu, it's like oh, I want to get in shape before you're doing jujitsu. Like, dude, I don't, I don't know what the fuck thing you can do before jujitsu, but no running, no lifting, no crossfit's going to help you at all for jujitsu. You just got to go train. Like, there's, there's nothing you can do to, uh, yeah, like condition yourself exactly for that, just doing it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, 
and that's the thing too is that like because i personally like i started doing martial arts because <laughs> I like i hate, hate the gym like i hate <laughs> all of it i hate all of it <laughs> yeah I, I can't i can't stand it so like but now i i, I did have a gym, gym membership and everything because i did all my my weightlifting and everything to make my jujitsu better like literally i do a lot of pulling I don't do much pushing because right. you don't use much pushing in jujitsu, but it's a lot of pulling, a lot of contracting exercises just to like make that better. And now it's more tolerable because now I have an, an idea because I'm like, I, I don't, I'm engaged, man. Yeah. Like I'm going to get married. I, I, don't, I don't need no She likes respect. me just she the way I am. I don't need to look good naked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> exactly exactly and she cooks so good so i don't i don't care <laughs> yeah so i mean going to the gym to make myself look better it's just not appealing to me because i'm like that that juice isn't worth the squeeze to me you know but it's like making my jiu-jitsu better I'm not, I'm not though like for, uh, okay yeah i'm down with that you know but Whenever I do it, I, I always just feel better when I have like a wall of muscle around my ligaments or my bones or like my core, or like my, my lower back, or if I do squats, like I just, I just feel better when my muscles are activated. I feel like I'm, I'm like protecting myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You have armor. That's a good idea. You have armor around your body. You know, kind of yeah, you got some armor. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Because if you just do jujitsu, like, and like, I'm yeah. a prime example, like for the first like, exactly. probably five years of my career, I just went as hard as I could. I did like kickboxing, Muay Thai, wrestling, jujitsu. Just, you know, four or five hours a day and come home and just plop on my couch and do no recovery. Do no fucking yoga. No ice baths. You know, it's goes hard as can. And eventually my body just broke down. You know, my, mm-hmm. my like, knee surgery, my, my back was killing me and everything was just like out of place. So I kind of had to like find ways to like fix myself with yoga or to make myself stronger, like doing conditioning mm-hmm. or just learn how to like recover properly. Epsom salt baths, lots of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's prehab. Yeah, you know, you definitely. Like it's like it's prehab. Yeah, it's not rehab at that uh, point. You fix yourself yeah. before you get hurt, or you, you make the correct adjustments of not going redlining your body seven days a week. Maybe three out of the seven days you redline your body, and the other days you go a little lighter. You do some yoga <laughs> or sauna. Mm-hmm, exactly, and I think like uh, Matt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some sauna, some like spa if you, if there's one, and everything like. Um, and like, and that's the thing too, is like your, your training in jujitsu kind of changes too, where it's not like you're going balls to the wall every practice. Like you have uh, a mentality with your roles. It's like, okay, well this time I'm just going to be doing this. Like I'm going to do it light. I'm going to do it easy and everything like that. Um, now Tuesdays, that's my hard day. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go hundred percent that day, but then Wednesday I'm going to take it light. I'm going to do the, you know, the drilling and everything like that. And it's a little it's more just like you have a different mentality during you your, your classes, you know, like, so. Even when you compete, you, know, you don't want to just roll. It's like, maybe I'm going to take the guy's back. Maybe I'm going to put the pressure on him. I'm going to let him mount me and get confidence of them and then I'm going to destroy him the next six minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, and that's the thing is it's like, even with like submissions and everything like that, like even how I said where I'm like, I don't want to be the leg lock guy. Like, I don't want to be pigeonholed where it's like, oh, that's the one submission I know, you know, it's like, no, I want to know other ones, you know, and like you have your, you have your tools that are pretty sharp and it's like when you yeah, have a really yeah, bad I, role I, I, I need, I need <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm going to have to do please, this leg lock right now. I need to adjust, but hopefully you know, yeah. like, your attacks, they lead off into other things, you know, like, like obviously the yeah. guillotine, that's one thing I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know I'm a big fan of that 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I love using the guillotine. Like, see, even if I don't get it, but I get that arm and guillotine with the pretzel grip, yeah. I'll sweep you. Like, e- e- even if I can't get that sub, I'll get my butterfly legs in from full guard and I'll just take it to side control. Yeah. So, cool. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, it. I, I want it to be multiple choice on how they lose. You know, it's like, it's like, okay, well, yeah, okay, you want to go that way? That's fine. Okay. Look, well, that's not, be, that's not a good way either, you know? <laughs> but. Exactly, exactly. Oh, so, but oh, yeah, man. Um, yes, we have. Yes, we have. We've been talking for a good hour and a half. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, honestly, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with this here. So, in, anything you want to say to to my audience that uh, that you want to say, especially like during these trying um, times and everything like that, all, like anything you want to shout out to them or anything like that. People, I just miss spreading shoots. I just miss seeing everyone's faces, kind of thing. Uh, I, I think I mentioned earlier how when I was doing a little bit of retention, like I just I just felt like I got super emotional when I was calling people and you know asking them if they should come to leave the memberships on or off, kind of thing. And like, you got a lot of positive support from people, and it was very, very, very. Uh, it's just emotional. It just made me feel good about what I do, you know, because sometimes I forget that I just think I just do jujitsu. I just come in, I show you how to do an arm bar and I leave, but it's, it's a mm-hmm. lot more than that. And, you know, I'm, you're almost uh, giving people skills for life and how to deal with stuff that is more than just mm-hmm. jujitsu with life, with, you know, getting fired or dealing with the economy now. Like you're, you're teaching them how to deal with daily challenges. And uh, it's just, I just miss everybody. And I, I, I just want to get back to, I don't want to say normal because what is normal kind of thing. This is because it's yeah. normal, but I just, I just, I just want to get back to everybody. And I just miss you all. And I'm just so glad that we have such a good support system and that I'm so glad that everybody yeah, is just absolutely. chosen to train with me or Matt or Art or Andy mm-hmm. or Ron. Just, just train. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I Thank mean, you. we definitely appreciate you. Uh, you know, coming on this, on this podcast, especially like just, just being the awesome coach that you are and everything like that. I think anybody that's listening, um, if they've trained with you, they, they definitely know how, how good of a caliber you are. That as means a, coach. a lot. Thank um, you so much. So we definitely all miss you too. <laughs> yeah, no worries, man. But, uh, but yeah, man, well, um, I'm going to catch it. Uh, I'm going to stop recording in just you a too, second, brother. but, uh, you hope you have a good time. one, man. Stay safe and we'll see you soon, man. Goodbye, brother. Bye. Hey guys, real quick, I uh, just want to do another quick shout out here to another company of uh, a buddy of mine's. It's uh, Eager Ones, and that's E A G R O N E S uh, Art co.com um that is a jujitsu uh rash guard spats uh um, fight shorts they make anything they make anything that you can train in um they actually have some really cool designs they actually uh make a lot of cool designs for other 10th planet gyms and everything like that so definitely go check them out it's eager ones i mean you can check them out on instagram as well that's e-a-g-r O-N-E-S uh, on Instagram and you can hit them up and uh, check out all their links and everything like that. So yeah, check it out.
Thank you for listening, guys. Um, this episode was brought to you by Lethal Clothing. Yeah, I updated my ads. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> uh, Lethal Clothing is one of my buddy's uh, clothing companies where he actually, uh, any proceed actually goes to his charity. So you're gonna feel good while you're um, looking good. Uh, his apparel's all about uh, that gym life, um, lifting heavy things and being swole AF. Um, I've got one of his t-shirts, uh, Tyrannosaurus Flex, and it's an awesome shirt. It's actually the shirt that I uh, met him in uh, when he was wearing it, and I was like, dude, that's an awesome shirt, and then lo and behold, we become fast friends, and uh, he's still doing it, still killing it. Um, definitely check him out, Lethal Clothing, um, and uh, at checkout, just put Sean Ryan, and I'm sure he'll give you some kind of discount. So uh, check it out, uh, Lethal Clothing.